Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Grabs. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski, and with me, as sometimes, is Robert DeFelice. Robert? I don't have I don't have a nameplate, but nope. I am here. I'm still here. I do yep. work here. Yep. How are you tonight, Alex? I'm quite uh, tired. I'm tired as well. I got like four hours of sleep, and uh, and then... then th- I I was I was asleep last night for the same number of hours as the wrestling that we watched tonight that we have to cover. So I am tired, and uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. But blessedly, I guess for us, not as yes. much as there could have been because WWE likes just to tease us with QR codes in perpetuity ad nauseum forever. Yes. Yes. There may be uh, a rabbit somewhere. I don't know. Pulled out of a hat somehow. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't know. Hey, uh, send in your uh, super chats at the bottom of the little YouTube deal. Uh, also, humperchats.com gives us a little sweeter piece of that pie. So you can go to humperchats.com. Leave a humper chat over there. Uh, our wonderful moderator Luis, Luis Polito will grab all those, put them in the uh, in our little document over here, and I can read them out to you on the air. That's the whole point. Every dime you put in. Goes back to uh, to help uh, pay for our salaries. Everybody else, all the operating budgets at Fightful really helps out. Uh, also, go to Fightful Select because listen, if it was going to be Bray Wyatt, Sean would have found something out. Pretty sure he's he's really good about that and kind of stuff. But he drops little deals into, into things, and uh, and yeah, there's there's a lot of um, 
a lot of scoop skis that get uh, covered all the time. It helps us out a lot with pays everything off. It's so great. Be like over 11,000 of the smartest wrestling consumers on the planet and, and join uh Fightful select. It's only $5 a month. Not only do you get the scoop skis, you get this guy right here um, running his mouth about wrestling products uh, constantly. Uh, but not tonight because tonight we're doing this because Kate got the night off. And uh, Cardoza got the night off. So it's me and Babo Di Felice. Yeah, got- somehow uh, I'm the ringer. You just call me in when no one else wants to do it because yeah. it's midnight. So here I am. Yeah, you 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 got you got the C team here, but we're but we're we're gonna we're gonna win anyway. Um so um I guess we're gonna start. Should we like <laughs> we I don't wanna I'm we're gonna start with rampage. Because there's, spoiler alert, there's nothing to talk about with the White Rabbit. So if there was, we'd talk about it. But there's nothing to talk about. And we have zero Super Chats and Humper Chats about SmackDown. And we have a couple already for Rampage. So I guess we'll start there. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Emily. C team, C team, go, go, go. That's us. Um, that is us. Uh, thank you. Um so uh, we get the House of Black uh, with Julia Hart. Julia Hart already um, better at being spooky and um, and walking her men to the ring than Scarlet is on the other show. And we'll talk about that later because what the hell. But um, but listen, I, lo- I love how Darby just decides to get the advantage before the matches like a true baby face. He jumps on the back of Brody King um, and uh, right to start the match, start the whole thing off. Um, and this match is, uh, structured in the way you might expect, um, some, some, um, some crazy spots cause there's no disqualification. So, uh, Sting went through a table, uh, off the top of, off, off the top rope to the outside through a table said, said Sting book that in here for me, please. Would you? Um, and then there was, uh, they handcuffed Sting in the ring. They didn't handcuff him to the ring, did they? No, they handcuffed him in the ring and they left him there. But his legs still worked, yeah? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, so he never, he didn't decide, he decided, I'm just going to let them beat up my goth son. I'm going to let them, I'm going to watch from the ring. I got a great seat. I'm going to watch from the ring as they beat my goth son to death on the on the stage. Um, but at, at one point, um, uh, Darby, because he's Darby and gets the advantage of all of these things, Decides to climb up on things and do multiple coffin drops on people. Um, and then uh, he's able to uh, counter a, a big sleeper hold uh, by uh, by Verdi King and sending them off the stage together through a table. Um, but he survives. He's fine. He sits up and he's okay. Verdi King, though, apparently dead. A man four times his size... Went through a table. Off the, I mean, off the he stage. wasn't okay. The entire back of his head was cut open. But, you know, he I guess by Darby standards, that's okay. Um, uh, Ensolitas Jet, if there was white stu- white rabbit stuff, we would have talked about it. You stood up for it. I stood up for it. I'm pretty sure Alex stayed up yeah. for it and uh, yeah, got nothing. Uh, it's – there was nothing. There was there was nothing. There they They told us the latitude and longitude of the arena where raw is going to be on Monday. So if you didn't know that now you do, but that's it. That's all they did. Um, yeah. 
So um, anyway, so here's this is what happens. That's what happens after that. Now, Buddy Murphy is still alive. Buddy Mur- Matthew is still alive. And he comes down to the ring and he's going to uh, uh, kill. Um, uh, he's got Sting's bat and he's going to kill Sting with it. Uh, but uh, the great Muda shows up. Uh, yes, that great Muda um, <laughs> from 30 years ago. And um, and he's he's still uh, in, in uh, Noah. Uh, this is his last year of his career. And he shows up, and he's one of Sting's greatest rivals. So there was a legitimate whose side is he on discussion among the, the, the people on commentary. Um, and uh, he ends up being, wouldn't you know it, on Sting's side. So uh, Sting breaks out of the out of the handcuffs, which if he could have done, if he could do that, do that earlier to save your son from a beatdown, whatever. Um, and uh, he spits green mist in Buddy uh, Matt Matthew's face who backs up into the ring ropes where uh, Julia's standing on the apron. And um, listen, um, Robert, the bump she took, it wasn't even through a table. It was almost near a table. She overshot it, broke Mm -hmm. a chunk of the table out like somebody took a bite out of the table with her butt and her back of her head landed smack on concrete. And if this was live... Like if it was on a dynamite and it was live, I would I would be I would be sure she was knocked unconscious or possibly dead. Like my I forgetting forgetting that it was a taped rampage. I I tweeted out, "Is Julia Hart dead?" Because I thought she must have been. And somebody's like, "Well, she posted today that she got a new tattoo, so I think she's alive." And I was like, "Yeah, but is she dead though?" Because I mean, that bump was disgusting. That was, that was gnarly. That was that was one of the most disgusting bumps I've ever seen. If I didn't know that she was okay, because I had friends text me that she got helped out on Wednesday, I would have been very concerned. That was. I hope she never goes through another table. That was gross. I don't need to see it. I feel bad for her. She's in a gimmick where it's another guy's gimmick, and you're trying to pick up the pieces, and now you're going through a table. And who even knows if she'll be on TV for the next three weeks? You know, it's it sucks that she had to go through that. But it was a good moment for Sting, good moment for Muda, just terrible for Julia and the rest of the House of Black. Um, Like Julia looks uh, fantastic. Uh, She's so good at this role. She she looks and acts perfectly for it Um, with Malachi Black gone, seemingly from AEW, possibly for good. Um, I still think House of Black works with with her in charge, basically, um, uh, like leading her men out to the ring. And Brody and Buddy together are a perfect combination. And they should be rise through the ranks of the tag team. Like, like if, if, like if you if you say to me that you love wrestling, but don't want to see Brody King and Buddy Matthews versus FTR for the ROH titles, I'm going to say you're lying because that match would kick all kinds of ass. And these guys should not be putting over like 64-year-old, 68-year-old Sting and his goth child. They should be rising through the ranks and getting to the... Like I'm not saying they should win the titles, but they should be in contention for tag team titles. They're great. I love those guys. Yeah, but Sting has to win quarterly. And this is a good spot for him. I actually would have put this on the live show just because I think Sting would have gotten a better pop live and not, you know, on the back end of a crazy dynamite starting a marathon rampage. 
But for Sting matches when he should have retired five years ago, maybe 10 years before that, yep. good match. Uh, great Muda was, uh, as Luis says, of course, was still the only one not to take take a bump from the people involved because that's because yeah. he's smart. He's, he Why do you think he's, he's still wrestling he, at he's, it? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um. Yeah. It's, uh. Yes. I. I do. I want. I want Darby to lose. Uh. I. It feels a long time since I've seen Darby lose. I feel like they book him. Um. As a. As way too strong. Uh, and they have a fantastic out for him in that he does not care if he dies in the ring. That's why he's a daredevil who does ridiculous stunts. Those stunts should backfire on him occasionally, and they don't seem to. And that's the thing is I think there's a great there's a great lesson to be learned from a character who eventually realizes maybe I don't need to do ridiculous stuff in order to win. There's something there. I mean, it's just it's just yeah, my own but personal life lessons. But whatever. Life lessons aren't fun. Alex, you know, trying to go out there and maim yourself every night is fun, yeah. and Darby's having fun. Yeah, uh, that is true. He is having fun. Um, so the, Noah apparently announced that Stang will be a part of Muda's retirement Jap- match in Japan. Wow, that's cool. That's that's cool. That's an that's awesome, awesome thing. The first thing to be able to do with with Muda. That's really cool. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the Darby losing in the tournament doesn't count because he lost to somebody else I don't like wouldn't sell him Sammy Guevara. I'm just telling you how I feel people. This is not me reporting. I'm not being completely like down the middle. I tell you how I feel about people. That's just my own thing. It's whatever. You can feel however you want. So I actually think Darby's about to get set up for a major run. I think if they do the eliminator tournament, he's going to win. Because yeah. he's done a lot this year, but I also feel like he's done nothing worth value. So I think it's time to put him back in a title picture. Christopher Hart uh, was the guy uh, who was like, "No, no, it's it's okay." She uh, she was she was helped out, and she posted a, a picture of her tattoo on Twitter. And I said, "But is she dead though?" And he says, "Alex, you asking me, but is she dead on Twitter? Killed me." Well, I'm I'm very yes. thankful that I was able to kill you, sir. Um, uh, Hook and Action Bronson, Action Bronson wrapped hook to the ring that was really cool um and action bronson is like smaller faster otis like his his entire his entire move set is just he's a bowling ball he literally runs at you as fast as he can and knocks you over and honestly i was like i i like this this is fun this could totally get over uh, maybe it's because like I, I i look at him and i go we're similar, similar body types. I, I it makes me feel nice about myself. Um, but yeah, I, I this was this was fine. Um, you can tell uh, that um, uh, Daddy Magic and Ange Parker are are really great at this, and they know exactly what their role is to put these guys over. And they did it really well. Uh, they the, the match was laid out right. I loved the double red rum finish. Yeah. Um. I I thought that that was a really cool thing. That they that uh, took taught Action Bronson uh, his finisher uh, that was really cool. Roy Zhang saying that uh, Action Bronson looks like Alex 2.0. <laughs> I could see it. Get some tattoos, you know, you might be able to pull off. Yeah, um, that was. Uh, I mean, I mean, maybe I suppose. Um, 
Uh, I, I that's was what it, what it needed to be. Like it's 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 some of these matches on Rampage did feel like more like exhibition matches. Um, like the Darby and Sting versus House of Black, like didn't really need to be on this card. No. You want you want to be on the card because you want Sting to get on the card for this for this big show. That I get. Uh, this match felt like an exhibition. It was it was fun. It was fine, but it also didn't feel like it was needed to be on this thing. The the battle royal, which we'll get to, was a complete chaos. It felt like a, a battle royal on a house show more than like a battle royal um, for something as prized as a number one contender's spot. But I didn't I think the match was were bad. This didn't feel like they were like you know pay per view matches to me. Yeah, this felt like when they throw five matches on the buy in. And you're just like, okay, this didn't need to be on the show, but it's right. here anyway. Mm-hmm. I get it. This is it another match? Should have been on the live show. I think Action Bronson and Hook would have gotten a pop. I understand, you know, do the celebrity and the tape match. I understand Rampage is the hook hour, but mm-hmm. yeah. this should have been on the live show. You could have put Pac and OC yeah. on this show because nothing happened there. Yeah. Chi-Town Spurs says, notice when Bronson tagged out the last time he had this massive grin on his face. That's what it's all about. Yep. Uh, he was he was having a, a, a hell of a been time. Been a fan his so entire fun. life, and he's just getting to do it in his hometown. That's, that is what wrestling should yep. be if you're going to bring a celebrity in. And also, uh, apparently just a man of the people. Because uh, Gostal Pie Driver says, Action Bronson once threw like three ounces of weed into the crowd at a festival I was at. What a guy. What a guy indeed. Hey, what a guy. He is a man of the people. He is, he's a giver. You know, he's not here to be selfish. No. He's a giver. Not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, Ward Joe uh, versus versus Woods and Niece. I don't know what this is. Didn't need to be on the show, first of all. Wardlow hasn't done anything since he's won the TNT title. Ring of Honor's got a TV champion, and they don't even got TV. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about this, <laughs> I'm gonna, Like I'm going to be honest. This is this is not worth my time. This is a two-hour show. It didn't need to be a two-hour show. But here we are. Uh, I, um, I love both Wardlow and Joe. Uh, you are not wrong about anything you said. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe is the T is the TV title TV champion of ROH, but ROH doesn't have TV. Um, uh, this is two giant shows in a row where they haven't saw seen fit for for Wardlow, ostensibly the number two guy in the company since he is the TNT champion. They haven't seen fit for him to def- defend his championship. I I don't I don't get that. Like him, te- him teaming with FTR versus uh, Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns was 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 fine, but didn't need to happen. Didn't, didn't need to happen because he's got the title and have him defend the title. Just that's my own thing. I don't know why that's weird for people to think, but I that's what I think. Um, and this, each guy's got a title, um, and I I like seeing Wardlow and Joe come out together and walk to the ring to kick some ass. That looks cool. I like them clinking belts at the end. That that feels cool. Ward Joe is like one of the best portmanteaus as you Lame. can possibly. It was so great. I love it. I'll hear no arguments against it. Ward Joe's fantastic. However, this match didn't need to be here at all. And Wardlow likes selling a leg injury so that he wasn't part of the finish at all. And Samoa Joe won with a muscle buster only for Wardlow to be fine get back in the ring and do a powerbomb symphony on Mark Sterling. Um, even though I liked Mark Sterling's, like, 
hits Wardlow in the back with the title, and Wardlow no sells it. And Mark Schroeder's like, "Oh come on, I hit you with the title. It's supposed to be it." And then he turns around to run away, but there's there's Samoa Joe, and he's like, "Oh man, I just want to get out of the ring." It was ridiculous and over the top, and part of me hated it, but a bigger part of me loved it. I don't think this match should have been on the card. That doesn't mean that I didn't like parts of it. I just don't think the match was all that great. Just the idea of Wardlow and Joe together was great to me, and um, the shenanigans afterwards were fun, but didn't really make sense uh, if Wardlow wasn't allowed to be part of the finish of the match because he had to sell a knee injury but he was fine to powerbomb a dude like four times. I'll say this. I'm good on seeing Wardlow against Mark Sterling. I feel bad for Sterling, who had a bunch of really good angles and then just, you know, they all got dropped. But I'm good on that. I'm good on seeing Joe do meaningless matches. I want to see him yep. sink his teeth into something. Me too. This was fine as an exhibition, as you said, but mm-hmm. we got to get something meaningful for these guys especially Joe, like he doesn't have much time left. Let's do something for real. Like, like if like, Joe is the perfect guy to put over some really awesome young talent that would make a, a giant deal for Samoa Joe to, to beat Samoa Joe for the, for the TV title. Um, That's why I didn't love him fe- feuding with, with lethal. I understand they have a history or whatever, but Joe beats lethal and moves on to something else to like help like somebody else do something uh, really great for their career, I think, is is there. Is, is, again, what's the deal with this ROH stuff? Are we are we getting TV? Are we not getting TV? I think like, we'll get TV within the first quarter of next year, personally. Yeah. I think Jericho is a big part of that. Look, Joe versus Jericho has never happened. If you're going to have Joe running around yeah. with a bunch of legends, yeah. throw him in there with Jericho at Final Battle. Do a match sure. that's never been done before. Yeah, like, there you go. That's fine. Do something with Joe while you still have him, because that was my issue with WWE. Yeah. You weren't doing anything with Joe. Do yeah. something with Joe. Yeah. Also, I, I I can't believe how long he's been in AEW slash ROH, and we haven't gotten the Joe eviscerates somebody with the microphone in his hand spot. Like, he's so – like, you don't realize how good he is at promos until he's, like – 45 seconds into one you're going holy shit this guy's spitting fire like there's there yeah he's he's they they have to start using the people they have they have a great roster but it means nothing if they're all sitting on the sidelines right uh this is the one i think is is could be an absolute classic and he miro needs to get way more up there too i don't understand what they're doing with miro that guy's healthy he should be on tv all the time like cutting promos Wrestling, murdering people, all of that. Uh, but yeah, they defeated uh, Woods and Nice. I, I said I didn't actually mention Josh Woods or Tony Nice because really they were just there as fodder. Tony Nice oddly was like sitting in the crowd for months and months. He's the hottest free agent. Is he really when you've got Joe coming in and this one coming in? I don't know. Josh Woods is great, but not in this role. You need to utilize those you have. Right, right. Um. Uh, so I, we, we got to me, which was, uh, the, 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 I mean, as close to like, listen, jungle Jack and Phoenix was, was crazy. Like it was, maybe it was longer than it needed to be. There were some egregious kickouts. Um, uh, both these guys are awesome. Phoenix is, continues to be amazing. Um, 
The I don't know that they're consciously telling the story. If they're not, they need to be because otherwise this match, the finish of this match, I didn't love. Um, Jungle Jack was outmatched by Phoenix through a lot of this match. Uh, but the thing that Christian has over Jungle Jack Perry is that Christian has experience and he's got ring smarts simply because he's been in the ring so much more. The fact that Jungle Jack Perry, after taking crazy crazy bumps and, and spots from uh, uh from phoenix all night um the the fact that he was able to turn that match that 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 finisher into a small package showed how um how fantastic uh and how fascinatingly smart his ring smarts are um and that would be an example of how he can outsmart um christian in his own game christian um uh, apparently still wearing the sling, which I thought was was a bit, but maybe like more than a bit. Um, so we'll see when we ever actually get that match. I thought it was full gear. Maybe we still get it then. Um, yeah, there was a five minutes carry Michinoku driver was was nuts. Yeah, um, this was a this was a really great match. Like Phoenix had the Escalera running down the ramp, step up a crossbody thing that was just insane. Both these guys are so great. This match was was a spot fest to be sure with a lot of like two and a half uh, kickouts. If that's your deal, um, it is mine more often than not on, on it felt weird on this card. Uh, but uh, jungle Jack Perry wins. I don't love that. You've have um, the, um, the people who are in um, uh, the, the trios champions right now, losing singles matches that hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't love it. I get it. I don't love it, um, but I still think uh, Jungle Jack needed to pick up the victory uh, unless you had Christian and Luchasaurus directly cost it. Um, but yeah, it's um, there's gonna there's there's gonna be some really good stuff. I think the storyline wise, because Christian shows up and Luchasaurus comes in the ring and destroys Jungle Jack, and um, we're gonna get Luchasaurus versus Jungle Jack at some point. That's um, probably full gear. Yeah. Look, I think this match was fantastic. I don't know why. If you're embracing that he's Jack Perry, mm -hmm. it almost seems silly at this point that he's wearing Tarzan clothes and coming out to Tarzan Boy. Yeah. If you're going to be Jack Perry, maybe change up the gimmick a little bit. But the match itself, a lot of fun. Phoenix is never bad. Uh, Jungle Boy, like you said, outmatched, but able to pull out the win. My thing is, I don't know if I needed it here. Like a, a great Rampage match on a one-hour Rampage where there's not a lot going on. But on a event like this, maybe put it at the elevation. You know, like mm -hmm. get people to watch elevation. You do have another two hours of programming, and I know they did film matches. Would have been a really fun match there. Mm -hmm. But with the post match angle, Christian is great. At some point, he's going to need to get his comeuppance. I also think Luchasaurus. How much further can you go with the dinosaur gimmick now that you've split him from Jungle Boy? But I mean, they 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 gave him dinosaur themed. Like entrance music where you hear, boom, boom, boom. like they're 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 taking it to the limit. Like that's for sure. Yeah, like it's at this point. Wouldn't you even say you know Christian is embracing the man behind the mask and yeah. getting him to be more of himself? It's it seems weird that they're still going there, but yep. I'll be excited for that match. And hopefully, whenever Christian can actually wrestle, it's the match that it should be. Maybe winter is coming. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Like, 
that, that he has got a torn tri- Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Except if that's the case, who knows how long it'll be. Um, they may have to like move Jungle Boy off to do something else for a while until Christian can come back, but we'll see how that all works. Uh, PP songs for me. Says, like the match, still hate how LB are being used, Lucha Brothers. Uh, Phoenix shouldn't be a jobber to the stars, but he feels like what Gable is on Raw right now. I mean, that, that's that's not a terrible comparison. Um, he's turning in fantastic matches that he loses. Um, eventually, maybe... let's, let's have the trio's champions defend the trio's titles once. Um, it feels like it hasn't been that long, but... And they got gypped because of the whole mess. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. I don't think they needed to win the trios titles. Just because they can put on great matches, and they can. Mm-hmm. Best friends in Orange Cassidy would have been fine trios champions. They given them something to do. Right. And now you just have the belts on these guys because they can have really good matches. But if they're going to lose, then why are they champions? Yeah. Um. So, um, we... We got, hold on, that was out of order, right? Yeah, because yeah. um, the because they taped Jade versus Diamante earlier in the night, but put it on uh, near near to the end. Um, so we got a Jericho promo backstage, bit of the bubbly and all that kind of crap. And uh, uh, Danny Garcia is uh, upset. And there'll be a big celebration for Jericho on Wednesday that I'm sure I, I won't. The Ocho. But the Alex, Ocho. has he trademarked the Ocho yet? I mean, I'm, I'm surprised there aren't at least four different shirt designs. But um, he, He's Jericho the Honorable as well. The Honorable is something he's you know, going yeah. to force down everybody's threats yep. for a little bit. They, like, um, Tony Schiavone um, just, like, tearing into him, like, about what a piece of crap he is. And like, oh, I'd love to see the handshake. I think we need more of that in, in AEW. And like, you, you're you cheat to win all your matches, says Tony Schiavone, which is true. That's un- unarguably true. Uh, but Denny Garcia does not like any of this, and he yeah. wanted to talk to, to uh, Jericho about it, but Jericho blew him off. Like, well, talk on Wednesday, kid, kind of a thing. Yeah, what's the point of talking if you can't do it in front of the entire world? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was uh, uh, now a. Uh, um, an Eddie uh, Kingston versus Sammy match, uh, which is the one we were supposed to get, I think, at, at All Out. But mm-hmm. um, uh, we got it here. Um, Eddie Kingston beat the absolute crap mm-hmm. out of out of Sammy Garza's Guevara, which made me very happy. Uh, I love Eddie. Him doing it in New York is perfect. Um, so here's what you need to know about the finish of this match. Last uh, on on Rampage on sorry on Dynamite. 
there were three blown referee calls in a row to start the show. I thought that was just careless booking. Apparently, that's part of an overall story that TK is trying to tell here. I don't know why, but he is. Because he tweeted something about how, like, Paul Turner, you got to get these refs in order. Head official Paul Turner, you got to figure out something like these, this week, this cannot continue to happen. You need to tighten the screws on these people. Um, and so on Rampage tonight, um, uh, Eddie gives like four, three or four spinning back fists to, to Sammy Guevara, could have pinned him, but it says decides to put him in the stretch plum. But, um, like, Sammy's already passed out. So the ref immediately calls for the bell, but Eddie will not release the hold because in his mind, and let's be honest, mine, fuck Sammy Guevara. And so, so he's, he's, that's perfect. It's great. That's, that's what Sammy is. That's, he's that character that you're supposed to hate. Believe me, it's working on me because I, I can't stand it. So Eddie, Eddie Gingston is one of my favorites. He gets to like do this, the stretch plum. He won't let go of it. They gave, they bring, bring down another ref. Bryce Ramsburg calls for the refs. Calls for the security. Nobody will do it. Paul Turner comes down, tries to get Eddie to release the hold. Eddie won't do it. So he goes over. He calls Justin Roberts, and he says, you got to reverse the call because he won't release the hold. He's being he's, – the decision's reversed, and now uh, Sammy actually won. And uh, Eddie flips out, starts doing back fists to security guys. Um, and so this is this is the story they're doing is that um, – the 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 guy who gets hurt by the by now Paul Turner having to be a hard ass is Eddie Kingston and Tony Khan on Twitter says it's unfortunate that Sammy of all people was the beneficiary of your screw tightening Paul Turner in hundreds of AEW shows we've literally only had a few DQs ever you hate to see it but Eddie Kingston also put you and your officials in an impossible decision so now we're gonna have Eddie Kingston versus the Authority. Is that what this is leading to? I, look, I hope not. One of the only things left that AEW has is that TK has not been a character. Yeah. And after all the bullshit they've been through for the last month, he does not need to become one right now. Um, look, I understand wanting to tighten the rules. I'm even kind of for that because some of it's a little out of control. But if you're going to do this, Maybe start when you're all Atlantic champion, hit a guy in the head with a hammer. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe that's yeah. where you go. Hey, let's reverse this decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also, where's the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society? Why did 20 people run out and not a single one of them were affiliated with Sammy yep. Guevara? I don't know. That was weird. What? Like, other than that, I thought this was great. Sammy did exactly what he needed to do, started the match with, hey, you're a fat piece of shit. Yep. Which was the line that everybody knows mm-hmm. got them off of All Out. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kingston beat the crap out of him. Perfect. Yeah. But the rest of this is like, okay, I just hope this isn't going where I think it's going, which is Tony Khan is a heel now, which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. It's like, it, it's the thing is that Tony Khan is, is doing the, I see both sides thing. Uh, it's very unfortunate that we had to reward Sammy Guevara. Who's been a, a bit of a troublemaker. I understand. However, Eddie Kingston put you in a terrible position. And I've, if I were in your shoes, I don't know that I would have done anything different. Like, I mean, that's not like that's not Vince McMahon and Steve Austin at all. That's just the guy trying to trying to be down the middle. And I don't know that that works in a, in, in a Eddie versus the authority thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how 
how any of this actually uh, helps. Like, listen, I hate when the refs like miss something that's obvious. Like when when somebody like okay when 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 you are, have your back turned to the action behind you and you turn around and a man is laying on the canvas grabbing his genitals, it's very likely there was a low blow. So I don't think that you'd be like, well, I didn't see it. Like, what did he, did he, did he fall and on his own penis? What happened? What happened there? I just don't understand. Like we got like two seconds of it on Wednesday where I think it was Rensburg looked at pack and said, I know you didn't knock him out with a punch. That's ridiculous. And then did yeah. nothing about it. Yeah. No, but yeah. again, it needs to be a little, you know, the screws need to be tightened, but I hope this doesn't turn into an angle that I think everybody would dislike. Yeah, uh, I agree. Now, here's the thing. It's very possible um, that if you turn around and see a man uh, lying on the canvas, uh, uh, covering up his genital area, it may be that he was not struck there. It may be that he is embarrassed by, by, um, by unsightly uh, pubic hair. Yeah, and if that's the case, then there's a product, a service that might help him out. <sighs> Let's be real. Big nasty pubes are gross. You want that tree to stand taller. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscape.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order. And get free shipping. What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. they got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package. It's your body. It's your hair. they got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. they got ball toner. they got everything at manscaped.com. And when you use that code FIFL, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code Fightful will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the, I, I thought it was a pretty good segue. I thought, I, thought it was very, I thought it was very good. All right. I mean, I, I mean listen, I'm not Kate. Kate's the queen of segues. I, I'm, I'm maybe the court jester. But I, I thought that one was pretty, oh, that was all. We right. made it clear they were getting the C team. You don't got to apologize yeah. for nothing. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know if this is the best way to, to do this thing with Eddie. But uh, listen, there's nobody who, who does indignant rage more better, <laughs> like better than, than more better. Wow. Um, uh, more convincingly. Than um than Eddie Eddie Kingston like him just being like what the hell's going on how dare you screw me out of that I don't love that they're screwing him out of this too because he I feel like he also got screwed out, out of, of the Jericho. whole Jericho thing too like it's it's not it's yeah it's bad. they're very into hey it's funny to watch Eddie lose and I'm I'm just sort of at the point where like yeah we need to see him win something TNT championships out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a world title out there. He can fight Mox again. You know, he needs to do something other than lose feuds, but it's okay because we love him and we'll rally around him. That's what killed Brian in WWE. 
You know, like you need to do something else. Right. Agreed. Roy Zhang saying Tony Khan is JJ Dillon in WCW. It's kind of, it's kind of like that. It's a little, yeah. little more like that than 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 uh, Vince uh, in in the Attitude Era. Yeah, hopefully, we never get to Tony Khan as Vince in the Attitude Era. Yeah, no, I never want that. Um, we got Jade defeating Diamante. And Diamante came out with Trina, but she did not leave with Trina. Um, no. this, this 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 was a short match, as it is. Listen, I don't I don't know exactly how versatile. Uh, Jade is. She's more so than she used to be, but I don't know how much she is still even now. Uh, but I'll tell you, for what she does, she does it pretty well. Like she, it is, it is very convincing when she hits that pump kick. When she when she drops people on their head, the jaded still looks great. The way she floats over into that pin is always so so much showmanship or showwomanship. Um, this is all fine. I just I I still worry about this because. You, you added a second women's uh, title on the show, which it felt like you knew you didn't want to beat Jade. So you gave her her own title to defend. And she keeps talking about how she wants to get to 50 and 0. This was 38 and 0. She wrestles once a month. That's another mm-hmm. year of defending the title. That's a long time. And uh, I, I I think that she's really, she's good and everything, but I, I don't know what you do. They don't seem to have, the, the, the rumor was, the report was that Chris Statlander was going to get this match in this spot at Grand Slam, and she was going to go over. Uh, but she got hurt again, and she's out for God knows how long. Um, I don't know if they're going to like heat her back up as soon as she gets back mm. and have her be the champion now, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of people here. Maybe it's this is Soraya's spot? I have no idea what we're doing. Athena was right there. And I think they just should have gotten it over with at All Out because I think the longer you prolong this, the more it's going to be a letdown when she actually loses because it's going to be, oh, it's either going to be, oh, well, you gave it to a former WWE girl or, oh, well, that person wasn't built up enough. So have her lose it to Athena and then move on. But they didn't do that. So now what we're stuck with, you said 50 now, so that's at least 12 more matches. You need to put her on dark. You need to pad that win score and kind of get her there quicker. I don't know. Maybe she makes the year mark and then loses it to uh, maybe Soraya. I can't imagine it's Soraya, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Luis pointing out that Jade was slightly limping after hitting the F5 on Diamante on the apron, which was a crazy spot. However, I will say that they did a really big thing of like of Diamante's big trying to get the advantage was she like did like a chop block kick thing to the to her back of her knee. So I think she was just selling. Um, I think that, that, that one thing that, that Jade will learn a lot from dusty roads, no, Dustin Rhodes, excuse me, is that selling throughout the match kind of a thing. Um, I think she's getting better at that. Here's the thing that I thought was really funny. So Trina didn't even come down to the ring with Diamante. She just stayed up on the, on the, on the stage. But afterwards, um, uh, she, 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 uh, what did she, did she, her little got She just sort line? of like came in the ring, picked up Diamante, shoved her gingerly to the ground, yep. and raised yeah. Jade Cargill's arm. At because that point, just have Jade come with Trina. Like, you didn't need to do all that. They, 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 the, the idea that, like, I, hey, that's right. 
what for our for our match, I'm bringing backup, the baddest bitch in the 305. And what's she gonna do? Not Nothing. be anywhere near ringside. <laughs> and if I lose to you, she's gonna jump ship and side with the winner because that's what winners do. Uh, it was very funny, um, especially just the idea of Trina getting in the ring and being like, "Well, I'm not with you anymore." <laughs> just ridiculous. <sighs> Like, it, it was a fine segment. I thought it was pretty short. I think Jade needs to start having longer matches because right now it still feels like she's invincible, and I think we we need to move beyond at least one barrier. And right. I just don't think we're there yet with Jade. Yeah, the there, there needs to be somebody that, that Jade uh, can avoid. I don't know. I feel like there was, an, there was a time where you could have built Serena Deeb as an absolute killer. Who just who wants the T, the TBS uh, title and and Jay being like mm, I have want no part of this woman she like intentionally injures people or whatever R- bring some big ringer in that's the size of of Jade for Serena Deeb to systematically destroy in a match and have Jade be forced to watch it and like oh, that Jade should bring in her own ringer some big woman on the from the Indies or whatever that Serena just just destroys and Jade has to uh oh this is if she can do that to her what's she going to do to me and throws all kinds of baddies in the way of Serena Deeb i mean there was some way of doing that that might be fun but at this point Serena's hasn't been booked in that way there was a, a while where Serena Deeb was just destroying everybody and that's not the same thing anymore you know and at this point as i'm thinking about it maybe the 50th is she wins the world title and just vacates the Maybe. TBS title, and you kind of move on from there. I think this is a really good shout, John Wick, that Sheeta would be – here's the thing. If Jade were to beat Sheeta, that would be easily the highest-profile match that she's won because Sheeta is the former champion. Like, that would be a really big feather in Jade's cap. Or, hear me out, Sheeta could win that match. Like, Sheeta's absolutely the kind of person who could beat Jade for the title – and be the first ever W like AEW and TBS type the, the Grand Slam women's champion. Yeah. Uh, I think there's, there's a possibility you could do that. Um, so then they did the battle royal. Um, and uh, if you if you if I the problem is is the battle, I was like, if you if you showed me the field, I would have picked the eventual winner. However, the only time they showed me the field was when they were all fighting each other outside the ring through an entire commercial break before they ever got yep. in the ring, which was a, which was a bit much. Um, and uh, yeah, so there were a lot of people in this match, like randomly, it seemed. Um, uh, Dan Housen was there, put a curse on Cole Carter to sleep with the fishes again, I guess. Um, and there was just, there was some hijinks. It was, a, it felt very much like an exhibition-y battle royal uh, for a lot of it uh, until we got down to the end. Um there was I I the final four was lethal penta, right? Yeah. yeah. I believe I know it was lethal Roosh and Hangman were the final yeah. three. For final three. I think it was Penta and, and Archer were the last uh, other two that were eliminated at the end, which seemed to me like that was fine. By the way, um, Brian Cage was here. He's he's alive. Brian Cage was here. Um uh, Brian Cage was in it. Like a bunch of people who were like, hey, I haven't seen that guy in a while. Dalton Castle was there with the boys. They did the they did the um 
saved him from elimination spot that would that would normally go uh, to uh, to uh, over to the new day with Kofi Kingston. Um, but uh, I thought this was this was fine. It was just it just felt exhibitiony. Um, but uh, now at the end of the final two, uh, Hangman and um, and Roosh, Hangman skinned the cat on the bottom rope. Yeah, like that was nuts. Like he fell all the way over and grabbed the bottom rope and I think Roosh's arm to make sure his feet didn't touch the ground. One slip and we're changing the entire yep booking. Yep, we are. Um, I. Uh, I saw some people who were upset that the the last the people some people don't like the battle royal finish where both people are standing on the apron having each of them gone over the top rope um, and logically if if you were a person who had gone over the top rope the most important thing you could do is go back into the ring. Because one slip and you lost. Um, but I, I did appreciate their fight uh, on the on the apron. I thought was was decent. The the dead eye on the apron to eliminate Roosh. Okay, I, I have no qualms with that. Um, I, uh, I Hangman. I think we were supposed to get a Hangman versus Mox program when Hangman was first champion, um, and Mox went away for his rehab. I still think they were going to do that, um, that program. Um, and so it's flipped now because now hangman's the guy who's got to say it's his title to right. win. Mm-hmm. I, it's smart on one hand to go with these two because they are the two dependable champions in the history mm-hmm. of this company. I, at the same time, it's like, damn, we really just went in a whole circle this entire year with yep. that belt and granted unforeseen circumstances and whatever, but I really hope that after this and after grand slam, they know where they're going with the championship and they're going to protect it for the next year or so. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that they're going to do uh, the, obviously hangman gets the, um, the title match in Cincinnati against Moxley. I don't think that hangman wins the title in Cincinnati against Moxley. Uh, I still think they're 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 pushing for this MJF, the anti AEW versus uh, Mox, the guy who says he is AEW. Um, that big big match where MJF not only wins but his entire squad of goons sends Mox away for a long time on vacation, but also like out of action in kayfabe. I think that's probably where we're going, um, and so that'll be that'll be fun too. Uh, but uh, yeah, Hangman Hangman deserves this spot because he was unnecessarily brought into all this bullshit um, yeah. with, with, with Punk. That was n- never a thing that should have happened to Hangman. He's always been a top guy in the company. This is a really good spot for him. Um, and it'll be Hangman losing matches is kind of a thing that, ma- that Hangman does. So I'm fine with him losing this match to Moxley. It'll be a really great match, and Moxley's going to win. Yeah, well, I'm not sold that Moxley's going to win because oh. Moxley does have a vacation he needs to eventually take. Yeah. And maybe Hangman can go ahead and lose to MJF and just fight MJF as two of the pillars. You know, maybe that gets some goodwill back in the fans that say, hey, you lost your way because you were too busy with these other names. 
you could always do that because I do think Mox eventually wants to go on right. vacation. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he does. I, I think the only thing that would, that would preclude that from being something I could see was that it's, it's in, it's in Cincinnati and you don't want the, the, the hometown crowd to turn on page. If page wins, it should be a big celebration. Everybody that really excited about. That's the only thing for me uh, in the, in the battle Royal. This is very true. Orion Ben points out Dalton castle was way over in person. I was shocked. Uh, Dalton Castle's great, but like in 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 his in person, he, the shenanigans he does are, are usually just. Uh, and you can make the argument it's New York; more people know Castle. Sure, it's a good market for him. I noticed he eliminated Cage, so maybe that's a Ring of Honor feud for the eventual Ring of Honor thing that will eventually happen. They, maybe someday. I mean, eventually, if you did that, I, mean, you, I, I don't know how you build to that with no television, but. Uh, Cage is part of a three-man stable, I think, over there uh, with uh, what, whatever is uh, Prince Nala. With Prince Nala, yeah. Uh, For five seconds, it was uh, Tully Blanchard. Yep, it was. It was five seconds. Uh, so that 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 allows them to do the trios uh, uh, feud there. They announced also Mox is going to face Juice Robinson on this week's Dynamite um, in a championship eliminator match, not a title match, but a Juice Robinson Mox match. Uh, in the states, that's fun. Like that's yeah. that's a fun thing for us to watch. I wouldn't mind that at all. They have all the history in the world of they sure Juice do. just competed at Victory Road tonight. Won a six man with the Bullet Club, so this should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then uh, we got our main event, Starks and Hobbs, which I did not realize was a lights out match, but probably a good idea to do that. Since literally everybody left. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Amanda Bissaro sends in a Humper Chat. Thank you very much. Send in a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. Uh, that really helps us out. It says, um, two-time Grand Slam attendee, the exodus of people leaving Rampage was crazy. Will and Ricky deserved a real audience. That they did. Also, I was one of the unlucky people whose seat was purchased prior to changing the stage layout. And missed the stage entrances. Very disappointing. Mm. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. That does sorry. suck. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, this this match was everything that I think everyone wanted the first match to be, um, including people, a lot of people who wanted the, the victor to be uh, Ricky Sharks. The first match. I I think uh, that that maybe they're going to take some time off from this feud now that it's one one because it is a lights out match and therefore the match doesn't really count. So Hobbs mm. doesn't have his his win to, uh, win loss percentage taken down, which means Hobbs can be a guy who maybe um, uh, gets a, like a shot at Wardlow or, Ward or something. You know what I mean? Um, there's there's some stuff there, um, but oh, this match was great. Um, Hobbs is is just he's just as he just a side of beef. Like that that dude's just so thick and and powerful. And Starks is an absolute star. That little vignette uh, that they played that then faded into him standing there on the stage. That guy is he's, he's absolute Ricky Starks. He's absolute money, Ricky Starks. That guy is a top, top, top guy in wrestling in five years. Maybe earlier than that. Like he's still very young. Um, like there's he's maybe two years. Like, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if you said MJF's going to win the title. And he's going to hold it until the bidding war of 24. And eventually somebody's going to pry that title away from him before he can 
take the title to WWE, which I think is going to be the story, although I don't think there's actually a danger of that. But somebody's got to beat MJF for that title. If you told me it's going to be Ricky Starks in a year, I would say absolutely. That's a that's an awesome feud. Those guys would make magic together in the ring. So yeah, Ricky Starks is great. Um, there was uh, at one point Hobbs got to be got to Hobbs got to go out like an absolute soldier. He ripped a whole like thing of, like a awesome. light bar off the off the entranceway. And just carried like carried it like chasing basically very slowly like Michael Myers chasing Ricky Starks back to the ring, um, and uh, swung and missed. Ricky hit the spear through the table, hit him in the head with the damn light bar, and then hit the biggest friggin' Rochambeau ever um, uh, to to get a victory. So like he had to kill Will to, to beat him. There was the back body drop onto the chairs together. Which which actually was more um, uh, hamstrings than than back, but still looked like it did not feel good at all. This was a crazy match that a lot of people who left should have stayed and watched. This was but really I, really good. I also really hope it's a lesson learned because it's a long show. You're asking people to stay for an hour of elevation, yep. two hours of dynamite, and, and then two hours of rampage. It's too much. Split yeah. the tapings or something yeah. so that. Your your fans don't get cheated and your wrestlers don't get cheated because a lot of people missed what could be the defining moment of Ricky in this company. Right. And the other thing about it is that if you're taping Rampage, you could I mean you could tape you could tape the Ricky Starks thing and Hobbs thing first right. after the after the main event of 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 uh, uh, dynamite and then nobody's leaving. Um, but I don't know what you, I don't know what you tape last to maybe the battle Royal. Maybe there's enough stuff going on that nobody would, uh, would be seen leaving as Justin Roberts is talking about the lights out match. I'm not really sure, but, uh, I, I thought this match was great for me. It was the match of the night. Um, I, 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 I love these two guys so much. The thing is, I love Will Hobbs and I'm still higher on Ricky Starks in total somehow because I think Ricky Starks is like a really, really, really special talent, like across the board and, and always. And I still love Will Hobbs. These, these two guys, um, I, I would not be, be upset at all. If these guys every now and then through their entire career, come back face to face together and just have to fight again. They're great. Yeah. There's some feuds in wrestling like that. I do think they need to go their separate ways because they've been locked with mm -hmm. Team Taz for a while, which was going nowhere. I want to see uh, Hobbs pick up a TNT title. I want to see Ricky go after an All-Atlantic title, go after something else. But there's other things to be done with them. I think this was really good. I think maybe run it back maybe someday soon on a Dynamite just to get it in front of more people uh -huh. because the one you had in front of people was four minutes and that's also a, dis a disservice to the talent. But yeah, hopefully whenever they go again, people will stay to watch. Yep. Um, Jesse Ozog, who is uh, the uh, Sour Grap Society's resident Shakespeare uh, scholar says, I hate thee, Sammy Guevara. Pronounce thee a gross lout a mindless slave, or else a hovering temporizer that canst with thine eyes at once see good and evil, inclining to them both. That's from The Winter's Tale. 
Oh, that's kind of really deep. And he says, he says, go C team. That's us. Um, so that was uh that was Rampage, everybody. Uh and follow us down the rabbit hole because we got a little bit more to go. Yeah, we got to talk about SmackDown now. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save talking about White Rabbit for when they were actually when they actually teased the thing. So let's talk about the best thing on the show, I thought, even though I love the main event. Uh, the best thing on the show was Roman Roman Reigns coming out doing this thing. The Paul Heyman promo was whatever, um, and he 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 has solo. He like they they, they do it like we're gonna beat the ball and brutes whatever says the Usos whatever. This is all fine and good, fine and good. Um, and then he says to Solo, "It was my call to bring you in, but now you have to acknowledge your tribal chief." And Solo has no problem doing that, so he says, "I acknowledge you." Oh, trouble chief. Um, and uh and then they're they're gonna leave. And then Sammy's like, excuse me, excuse me, everybody, could you cut could you cut the music? I just want Sammy Zayn occasionally is so wonderfully cringe. It's like like I'm like not like crunch, like oh it's bad, but like like oh Sammy, just maybe you don't want to do this. Like a lot of the humor around Sammy reminds me of watching some of the first seasons of The Office. When Michael Scott would just do stuff, they were like, "Ah, oh, dude, no, don't, don't say that. That's gonna be. This is really gonna end badly for you." And that's what it. Sometimes Sammy feels like a character from The Office, like fell out of a wormhole through the multiverse and landed in SmackDown, because it doesn't really make sense for him. None of this makes sense. And so he says, "Um, I would. I was just wondering. Like, I, 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 I would like to acknowledge the Tribal Chief in in public. That would be good." And Roman just starts going in on him. Amazing. It was so good. It was like some of Roman's best work. Um, and the best part about it was as he was like talking, like, like, so you you did this, you did this, you thought it was okay to interrupt this and talk about the talk to the wise man and do all these things. You thought that was good. That was like, why are you wearing our shirt, man? Why are you wearing our shirt? And the whole time he's doing this, Jay is pacing back and forth, like, that's right. That's why, why are you wearing our shirt? You should be wearing our shirt. That's right. Who's like Jay thought they were really going to stomp an MF -er out, man. He was like, this is it. This is where everybody sees what I've been seeing. This guy is trash. we got to take him out. And I, I think it was very cruel of Roman not to let Jay in on his plan because Jay obviously thought it was time to murder Sami Zayn. And instead Roman reigns in one of those heart, like warming things I've ever seen. It's like take off that shirt, and then Jay like rips it off, rips the shirt off him. The reason I told him to take off the shirt is because I got you a new one, and it, it says it says SZ at the top, and it says honorary Oos. And Sammy um, is so touched by this, he gives gives him a big hug. I acknowledge you, my tribal chief. And this was so perfectly done. Um, I thought I was like I was surprised. And we were doing this, I was surprised we were going to do the big beat Sami Zayn up and kick him out of the bloodline thing tonight of all nights. That was weird. Um, but because it was such a perfectly executed swerve and because Jay was not in on it and really thought they were going to kill Sami Zayn, it, it had me fooled, man. It really did. I thought it was great. But, but, but Jay... Being so disappointed that he wasn't going to be able to kill Sami Zayn was the thing that made it for me. After after was like, was like, oh man, like he was just so angry about it. It was so good. This I watched the three wrestling shows tonight, 
And this was by far the greatest thing that happened on a wrestling program all night long. Uh, Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman. He can sell yeah. anything. He puts over this family like a million bucks. Yep. But everybody having a different relationship with Sammy really makes it work. Jimmy loves the guy. Solo's like, whatever, I've been hired to protect you, I guess. Yep. Yep. Roman thinks it's fun to have a court jester, and Jay is just, yeah, take it off. That's right. Take. And when they give him the new shirt, he's just like, oh. <laughs> again oh my god yeah. when when Sami Zayn and kevin owens god willing defeat the usos yeah. at oh wrestlemania and sammy gets the pin on jay money huh. money is gonna fall from this guy <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i agree um i i think that i think that is the plan um i i, I do not I, the the earliest it can happen at this point is the rumble because it has to be at an amazing huge event um like it, it like the rumbles in the uh, the uh the alamo dome again this year so they might have a big enough crowd so they can get the pop of all pops when kevin owens and Sami Zayn win the titles from the usos and sammy you're right has to get the pin on jay it's going to be one of the biggest moments uh, in recent memory uh, in WWE. And I've built it up so much in my mind that it must happen or I, I will be yeah. heartbroken. Like the, 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 like when they, when they kick Sammy out of the group and they beat him into a, like a, I mean, I would say bloody pulp, but they don't do that anymore. Um, they might, they, they, you got this, war games they, coming. I think this, Sammy loses war games for the bloodline and that's where you beat him to a bloody pulp. That, it might be it. That might be where you do it. Um, but Kevin Owens, um, like coming to Sammy and picking him up and being like, you know, we're we're gonna get through this together is gonna be just like this. This one of the sweetest things that's ever happened in a wrestling ring, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. It's gonna be so good. I'm gonna cry. Um, this was this was so so great. Um, all of it, and um, I'm I'm I I, I was not expecting it at all um so uh yeah that's that's the end of that yeah i mean I, that I guess, might as well be the end of smackdown because yeah, yep yeah this this was the highlight of the night mm -hmm. the only other thing i'll put over is i think if you're gonna have solo just randomly be there you put him in the perfect slot of he is the enforcer. He was sent by the elders. I like when they try to get into this weird, like the Samoan wrestling family. It's all this weird lore that they just control everything because their family just runs wrestling. Yeah. Perfectly done. Yeah. Um, so there was a segment later um, where uh, Sami Zayn was, was now because he's the honorary use. He's got the shirt. He feels like he's got power now. So he's ordering around a staffer to get him a vegan meal. And then he gets walked up on by uh, by Madcap Moss and Ricochet, because why not? Because why not put those guys together, I guess? Um, and uh, and like you, you've always been, you know, a, a, a prick, but now so much worse. And it was a really bad promo from, from Madcap. Um, but it doesn't matter because uh, it's like, you, you know, if you insult me, now you're insulting the bloodline. You're not allowed to do this now. And then Siliscoa runs up and just destroys Madcap and Ricochet. Just kills them. And he's like, that's why you want the same head. Like, like, no, 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 no. They, they understand now. They understand. It's good. Thank you, Solo. But no more. You don't have to kill him. 
you could tell Sammy's whole gimmick here is I'm going to get each one of these people to break when they're on screen with me because he pulls solo off and he goes, I was just about to do that. Good job. Thank you. I was just about to do exactly that. Fantastic. Madcap and Ricochet. I hope they're as far away from war games as humanly possible because there are other baby faces that need the spot. Oh God. But this was a great use of Sokoa. Right. No, it was, it was fantastic. It's exactly what he should be when he comes up. He needs to be the big bruiser who's who's a who's a loose cannon. It's a perfect thing for him. Um, so let's skip. We're going to do the next big thing that did wasn't actually a big thing. Um, the White Rabbit was nothing. There were some QR codes uh, in the background of the Hit Row watch party. Hit Row through a watch party. The Street Profits were there. Some other people were there. Um, uh, there was a QR code on a TV screen and then one like on a stanchion. And uh, I could, uh, the, the camera moved past them so fast that I couldn't actually get my phone to click on them. But it goes to some mini game thing where you have to like lead a white rabbit through some flames or whatever. And then the, the answer that you get at the end of this thing is uh, a, a GPS coordinates. Latitude and longitude. And if you actually plug those in, it shows the arena in Edmonton, uh, Alberta, Canada, which is where Raw is this week. So last week they did this big thing, 9-23, which is, of course, today's date. But um, I, I, I don't – like that was, a, that was a really big thing. Like it wasn't – watch smackdown it was like for a for a little another tease people were expecting this i mean uh, maybe they shouldn't have been but nobody that i saw was tempering expectations tonight going into tonight people thought think- whatever it was was going to be a reveal at least like a vignette or something not another qr code so people who are now in hindsight going like well what did you expect People did expect going into tonight's show that there would be a bigger reveal than another QR code, which all it does is tell you to watch Raw. So I think that now people go into this just expecting the QR codes. I think whenever they do pull the trigger on whatever it is, I'm going to say it's Bray Wyatt because that's just where all signs are pointing. Maybe Extreme Rules. And I'll go a step further and say, I think he'll interrupt the fight pit. Because Rollins Rollins and the Fiend killed the Fiend. And yeah. uh, Riddle's got the Orton connection. Yeah. And Orton burned Bray Wyatt alive and had his last match. Hmm. So I think it, they'll play into that somehow. And here's what I think. I think there'll be another QR code and it'll tell us to watch SmackDown. And I think on SmackDown, it'll tell us to watch Raw. And I think they're going to do that for two months. Uh, I mean, the only thing I think I can think of is it might be Extreme Rules. Because the last, because a couple, two years ago, I, I think that was when they did Extreme Rules, the, the horror, horror show. show. Oh and that might be where where, where Bray makes his uh, return thing. Uh, and Roy Zhang actually has a really interesting idea. Uh, maybe they meant 92323. Maybe it's next, next. Could be next September. year. Could be. Could be next year. Could, could be. 
Um, in the last hit watch party thing, Los Lotharios show, show up and beat up the hit row. And so, uh, well, they kick the, the double super kick <laughs> top dollar in the face after bum rushing uh, Ashanti. And uh, everyone needs is required to hold back top dollar. So we're getting hit row versus Los Lotharios next week. Um, that's a thing. fine. I, I like tag team feuds. If you can get something out of this, it's better than nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is. Uh, so that that's that's all we have on the White Rabbit, everybody. That's all anybody has. It's nothing. It was literally nothing. They didn't do anything. So um, we're sorry we to, wasted your time. Yeah, we're yeah, we're like we we skipped it at the beginning because nothing happened. Um, so here's what we also have: we have uh, Liv versus Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans got no entrance. She got a jobber entrance. I said this a while uh, a while ago, and I'm going to stop saying it now because it really doesn't matter anymore. But Lacey Evans was told to absolutely, truthfully, genuinely bear her soul and give her life story as a, as a means of, it seemed, garnering sympathy from the audience for a babyface run. And then they turned that around and made it a how dare you not respect me more heel turn. Um, and now after all that, which I thought, well, at least for her sake, because honestly, I don't care about Lacey Evans, but. I still have empathy for another human being who was told, tell everybody your darkest, horrible past that makes like something that makes you feel like, like, like you're, you're most like not ashamed, but like you're like the darkest secrets of, of your soul, bear them all for everybody. Um, and then eventually out of that, you're going to get nothing. Um, except for a jobber entrance on SmackDown. Um, like, that's got to suck for Lacey Evans. Like, I don't care, really. I'm not a big Lacey Evans fan at all. But I still can see there's a human being there who probably thought she was going to get something out of being, like, recounting all of the horrors that she went through as a child. You know? Yeah. And they've done nothing with her. And, well, I think the segment was actually good because... Liv Morgan needs to look tough. Oh, sure. The match was, the match was, uh, yeah. But like, poor Lacey, you could have done, you could have pulled in an extra, right? Like, oh, you could have pulled in a girl from NXT. Like, poor Lacey Evans did not need this level of. I mean, honestly, here's, here's somebody who can, who absolutely can eat a loss like this. And it would be a bigger deal for Liv, arguably, is Natalia. Natalia can absolutely eat a loss like this. Um, like, and she can, she can, uh, she can have a, a beef with Liv or whatever. And Natalia's the boat, she says. And Natalia's got all these records and she's been a champion. And for Liv, it would mean a bigger deal that she would do this to Liv than Lacey. Now, here's the thing about Lacey. Um, she's got a new um uh gimmick is wrong. Uh, uh, look, I guess appearance. Um, she has camo war paint on one fifth of her face, just just right, just right here, just on the forehead, right there. Um, and that's it. She, I, I said on Twitter, she looks like a low level GI Joe character who defected to Cobra. Like she's like she was starting to do like full commando makeup, but gave up thirty seconds into it. It doesn't didn't work for her. I don't know what this what this is. Um, 
And she just kept saying, like, you're not extreme, Liv. You're not extreme. You can't beat. And she was beating the hell out of um, out of Liv. Went for a kendo stick, was going to use it. But Liv used the time that she was left alone in the ring to recover from the beatdown, hit a code breaker, hit Oblivion, uh, and beat Lacey Evans. Then um, she put her on a table and hit a big senton off the top rope to, through Lacey Evans. And it was like them taunting her, like, you think I can't get extreme? I got extreme. I'm extreme now. And I agree with you. It's a big deal that they actually let Liv do this because I still don't think she's beating Ronda Rousey. Absolutely rules. Absolutely but, but they they did enough to make some people maybe think that. And just not me. Look, you've got uh, a woman's war games to build and you need to strap up Rhonda and put Shayna right by her side because they will anchor that for you if need be. And I think that's what's going to happen at Extreme Rules. But Liv Morgan at this point has had a small run with the belt, which is more than I thought they'd give her. So good for her so far for maintaining that. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, there's that. Uh, <laughs> Lee Butler says, I'll be at Raw. Do you think he'd show up in Canada? Not necessarily, but you do you, and I hope he does for your sake. Yeah, I I hope it's not another QR code. That's all I got to say. If it's a vignette, it's a vignette. And I'll I'll take a vignette at this point. I'll take anything other than a QR code, because Jesus. But I will say this. Um, I would have been, I would be like, do we really want to debut the new demonic uh, persona of Bray Wyatt in Mormon country? Because I think they'd all just like they wouldn't be able to understand what they were watching. Because Scent Lake City was not the place that I think was be a good place to, to, to debut whatever the hell demon rabbit that, that, that he shows up as. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll do it in Canada. I don't honestly don't even know if it matters to them where they do stuff like this, unless it's like New York or or, or something or LA. It's usually the tri-state area or Chicago. Right, but like it's. I don't know where, like, I, if you get to show me a list of where uh, SmackDown and Raw are are debuting next, um, are, 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 are touring next before I would be able to say, okay, they'll probably do it here. I mean, they're probably going to do it at, at Extreme Rules, to be honest. I would not be, I would be shocked if, if there was a debut, like a, physically, a debut as opposed to a vignette. I'd be shocked if it happened before Extreme Rules. We're so close at this point. Right. New day. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. uh, No, I was just going to say, like, look, I think we still have no confirmation that it isn't anybody but Bray. But at the same time, if they don't deliver Bray Wyatt with all of this, I think you're going to have a lot of angry people. And that's just not Triple H's style right now. He's picking up all of the easy wins he can get. And the Wyatt one might be one of the last he can take. Right. Um, So uh, we got... The New Day, defeating Maximum Male Models. Um, Maximum Male Models were doing pretty well, actually, beating the hell out of um, Xavier Woods. Um, But uh, then... uh, Maxine. Maxine stole a camera, asked for a camera from from the ringside photographer and was like, let's do a photo shoot of you stomping on Xavier Woods. And Kofi Kingston did something to cause a distraction or whatever. 
And then Xavier Wood, or he kicked, she, he kicked Massey out of the ring, I think. Massey was not legal, so it wasn't a disqualification. And then um, uh, and Xavier Woods won with the Backwoods by pinning Mansois. And uh, then uh, Max Dupree lost his shit. And more importantly, like, LA Knight, they're, they're doing this thing that's so clearly going to lead to... I'm just LA Knight and this is dumb and this has always been dumb. I want to see how far they go with that. Whether he's just like, yeah, no, you're not my sister. Your name is Sophia. Just whatever they want to do. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. But LA Knight on the main roster, get whatever you can out of him. Yeah. Listen, it's, he's, he's, he's a, he's a great promo. He really is, but he's also a decent wrestler. And this, whatever this is, makes no use of either of those things. It's not titillating the juices of your guilty pleasures, Alex. Not at Are all. Are you not titillated? No, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, um, Orion Ben I, I, says, I want the New Day to be the final match before the Usos break the record. Um, I don't know about that, but I will say this. The Usos finally have a third guy. Like a third, a third guy, and Biggie still we out. Have I, e, yeah. I, I, if E, if E, I want E to be okay. Like more than anything else, I just want E to be fine. And he's he seems to be okay. Like as like to walk around and be all right. But like if he can ever come back, if he can ever if, if, ever come back, like the full New Day against the three Uso brothers is now the the way I only way I want to see them fight each other again. That 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 six man is something that's like now a bucket list match for me. If he, if he is okay, I really really want that. I agree. I I'm skeptical. I hope he wrestles again, obviously. But if he does, that's something they need to do. That could even be mania for them one day. Yeah. Um. So uh, Lee Butler asks, "Do you think they bought the White Rabbits? Uh, the White Rabbit song rights? Huge. If so." Um, isn't it like a like an acapella thing they've been playing at at the at, during? Yeah. So it's like a a version of it that you bought the rights to the lyrics, but not the actual recorded song. There's got to be a a, a, a they they should just splurge on the, on the song. Honestly, they don't do it a lot, but they do do it for this one. Honestly, like I mean, here's the deal. Um, the 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 new version that they played of the fiend, like that version of the old Bray Wyatt song re-recorded the same lyrics, but a different style was a really cool, um, choice. So I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not opposed to them, like doing a different version of the white rabbit song and not like the one sung by Grace Slick from 50 years ago. I think that's a great song. It's awesome, but there's a, there's a, a, a different quality to it that might work for him better um so we got braun versus otis and this was the best otis has looked in ever i would say because the whole point of this was hey otis be as strong and as fast and as agile as you possibly can for a while he was the comedy guy and recently he's just been like the the guy who gets in the ring too late to save chad gable from a pinfall but this was actually like he got to be like as good as Otis can be um, him, like just picking up Braun, like it's nothing into, into a, into a, 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 a world's strongest slam 
was really impressive. Um, and he got a lot of offense in on Braun. Braun kept kicking out of everything, but he got a lot of offense in on Braun. Like, uh, this was way better than I thought it was going to be, a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Not very long, but longer than I thought it was going to be. And uh, Braun eventually won with, with the jackknife powerbomb. It may not be a jackknife on anybody else, but it's a jackknife on Otis because that yeah. is a hard boy to get up. But um, that was very impressive. I still don't know what we're doing with Braun. They don't like, either. Like, they don't. They uh, they don't. Like, they had him come by and destroy, come back and destroy the entire tag team thing on, on Raw. He did the same thing again on SmackDown. And now he's feuding with the the Alpha Academy, kind of. Um, but I thought, like, the, you bring back Braun if you're like, we got something. This is going to be great for you. As opposed to, here's a guy you may remember from a few years ago doing some of his greatest hits. Um, now, this was a lot of these, like, you'll see it with Bray eventually. You see it with Loomis. You see it with Braun. It's Triple H just going, we should have never fired these people. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're back now because they should have never been gone. And we'll get the cheap pop for them being back. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I, listen, um, I don't, I don't, I, I, it's, it's not right. There's not the right time for it. Um, I, I think, I think before, before Roman loses the belt, he's going to beat Braun in a title defense. That's the thing they're going to do because it, it, it would be Braun is hugely over with the Utah crowd. At least they, they loved everything he did in this match. Um, they were a good crowd, honestly, for this entire show, but they, they were, they bit popped huge when he won. So, uh, we'll see what, where they go with, with Braun, um, going forward, but he's definitely in the eyes of the crowd. He's, he got baby face energy for them. I um, could see the white rabbit thing targeting him. There, there's a yeah, history no, there. Sure. Sure. There is. Sure. There is. I, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of open-ended stuff with the white rabbit stuff. Um, people still think going into night thought maybe it was something for carrying cross. Turns out no. Um, Drew uh cut a promo and challenged um uh carrying cross to a, a strap match because once you're tied to me, you can't go anywhere. And I was like, is that what we've been doing? Is that like that's like yeah. a Miz, that's like a Miz match because yeah. Miz runs away. Um, Karrion Cross isn't running away from anybody. He's sneaking up behind you. That's a that's a different thing. Um, maybe like how about how about a um I'm gonna install a tracker on you, and so I always know where you are. Like you'll it'll beep if you sneak up behind me, match. Because I don't know what the, the strap match doesn't really work um to, to combat the thing that he's been doing to you. Uh but um we get the uh the black and white filter, and we get uh um uh, Scarlet coming down to the ring slowly, uh, and Michael Michael Cole says, "Ah, the clairvoyant, the mystic, uh, like clairvoyant. She can see the future. If she can see the future, do you think she knew how badly that flash paper spot was going to fail? Because that was bad. Um. So anyway, uh, Carrying Cross attacks Drew from behind, but this time he does see it. Maybe he can see the future. He turns around to block the first punch." Beats the hell out of uh, carrying cross, wraps the, the 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 strap around Cross's wrist, and Cross at this point does try to leave, but Drew brings him back in, beats him up some more, and um, 
that's when Scarlet gets in the in the in the ring and, and protects her man in the corner. And that's when she does the, the flash paper thing, but it misses Drew by a mile. <laughs> Not only that, but then they, they decide in their infinite wisdom, we're gonna replay it and show you yeah. how poorly it missed and why this thing is now DOA because well shit. You know, it's like, come on. Come um, on. Yeah, I know. This is, I don't know. So they tried to get her to shoot it out of like a wrist thing. Like, just have her uh, light the thing and throw like it out. Bliss know. did it. Bliss did it to Randy. Yeah. I, but you were in the Thunderdome and you had all right. the retakes in the world that you wanted. Yep. No, no, not, not great. Um, but uh, I guess uh, then she does a low blow with. Uh, yeah, uh, and then Carrying Cross gets um, Carrying Cross gets uh, gets Drew in the chokehold. You idiot! You did as we wanted you. You fell into our trap. You've you committed one of the classic blunders. You got involved in a land war in Asia. Um, and and but the thing about Cross's chokehold is he all like if you're gonna do the one where like you do this. Where like you're pulling back on your own arm, he always ends up like putting his his thing like right here. He just like he is mm. also an audience member. That's what it is. It He's like, also feeling uh, how much this is hurting him. Because honestly, all right, you're what you're a month into cross now, and yeah. he just had to get saved by Scarlet. Yeah, like because Drew was beating his ass, so that's already a tick on the negative. Right, but. Hopefully, they do whatever they can. I do say that I want this strap match to be pinfall because mm-hmm. I hate the four corners gimmick, especially yeah. for this. It's like, oh no, it's got to be pinfall. Can't yeah, what are you one. really saying about uh, about Cross if he has to touch all four corners just to beat Drew? Right. Um, Jake Salazar says sources say Alex owns carrying Cross memorabilia. Don't believe anything the dirt sheets tell you. That's that is one hundred percent not true. Are you the uh, guy that bought the helmet for like at the uh, for like a million dollars? I that that was me. Definitely, that's what I would spend my money on if I had that much. Roy Zhang says it should be a blindfold match. Nobody can sneak up on anybody if it's a blindfold match. Huh? I think it might be. It turned into a blindfold match for the audience. I think we yeah. might just stop watching. Yeah, you know, that's not a good idea. Um. Yeah. We'll uh, listen. Uh. I. I just kind of if you. They said, like, Drew's like, you're going to get your first big match is going to be against me. I was like, well, I kind of just want to, if I can have a, the first big match, should be a regular match. Like, I understand yeah. it shouldn't be a regular match if it's in extreme rules, but your first big match should, shouldn't have to be a weird uh, stip match. Um, uh, I will say this if you have a clairvoyant wife, it will help you um, to, like, maybe she knows where things are. So, like, maybe if Carrion Cross is feuding with somebody like The Miz, who likes to run away and hide, maybe, uh, like, she'll be able to, like, change, like, she'll be able to see where somebody's hiding or something. But, I mean, like, uh, there's lots of services out there that might provide you with something like that. I'm not really sure. This is a really bad one. I'm really sorry, guys. Has NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads. Unlock geoblock content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW Plus. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. 
and you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. It can be dangerous. Your info is at risk, but you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Uh, moving on from that terrible segue, uh, we need Kate back. Um, we, we got Raquel, uh, Rodriguez versus Dakota Kai. Well, they have a lot of history here. Um, and this was over real quick. This is over real quick and, 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 and bad. Um, uh, gone are the days when I thought when damage control, damage Kataral, as, as we say on the sour grab show. When they uh, showed up for the first time, uh, they were they seemed to be positioned to be something really special, like they were going to be protected. And until Bailey is the champ, like there's like there's no need for anybody in that thing to to be losing matches at all. You rocket them to the to the tag t- tag tam, uh, tag team championships. Let Bailey beat people. Let Bailey be like unarguably the only person who could possibly challenge for Bianca's title and make it important. Um, and, uh, and they've just been losing um, too much. Uh, and so Dakota Kai loses to Raquel Rodriguez, uh, which is uh, not what I would have done. Um, and then they decide they're going to beat up Raquel safety and numbers or whatever. And then Shotzi runs down to save Raquel again. And we still haven't gotten an explanation from Shotzi Blackheart as to why she likes Raquel now when she hated Raquel. When for like months, the only thing you could definitively say about Shotzi, well, two things. One, she has green hair. And two, she hates Raquel Rodriguez. You got to understand. You know, they, they met in catering, Alex. He ca- You know, a good meeting yeah. in catering saves a lot of things. And... Raquel was just like, no, I accidentally locked you in the closet. And Shazi said, it's okay. I found my tank in there. And that, that'll eventually maybe come back at some point. But I forgive you, and I'm just a baby face now. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, so uh, it does feel like if you're going to have the, um, the War Games match for the women, um, since Damage Katarl is fighting on two fronts, on Raw and SmackDown, and since they've um, very conveniently given uh, Aaliyah an injury to deal with, it does feel like it's going to be Bianca, Asuka, Alexa, Raquel, and Shotzi on one side. And they're going to have to throw two other women in there for for damage Kataral. Not really sure where they're going to go there. Uh, Toxic Attraction gets called up, maybe. I'm not sure. That's what I'm thinking. I, I don't like the uh, the damage Kataral taking losses on both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, or if they don't take the loss, they end up looking bad because they end up not standing tall after the beatdown segment. They like they, they should they should be really they should be they should look really strong because we what we need them to we need to see them as a genuine threat. To to Bianca, and if they're taking losses like this, they don't feel like a genuine threat to me. 
Yeah, I don't know why they're trying to serve two masters and instead of just leave him on Raw right now, let him get through Raw, and then you can work Raquel in. Because you still have to rehab Raquel, and that's probably some of it too. Because all she did was smile and flex, and that's that doesn't work for Raquel. But I'm confident they'll get there by Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, we got the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. Um, they got um, what was the, there was a backstage segment uh, where they just said Foyt Noit a lot and also banger after banger. Um, F O I T N O I T Foyt Noit Foyt Noit. And um, then we got uh, a really great match. Uh, I thought um, uh, Ridge is able to do what he needs to do in these matches. He's no longer looking around like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Feels like he's gotten enough reps on the on the house show circuit that he knows what he's doing now. Um, uh, but Butch gets to be Pete Dunn again. I don't know how else to say it. Um, he's wrestling like Pete Dunn. Uh, he's dressing like Pete Dunn in, in, in actual ring gear. Um, this, is, this is good. Um, and the match was really good. Uh, a lot of really good near falls. Um, uh, some some crazy spots like Pete Dunn doing a moonsault into a double super kick. Um, some some crazy stuff. Uh, Imperium gets involved, runs down and attacks Sheamus, uh, which uh, allows the Usos to get the drop on Butch and Ridge when they try and run off Imperium, and then um, Pete gets pinned. Um, it was a really good match. Um, this was really good. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, Pete Dunn is the man. You know, like I, I think he's great. I don't even care. He's called Butch anymore because it's as long as he's wrestling like Pete Dunn, who cares? Mm-hmm. The Usos are great. We already know they're going to get to at least four eighty four or whatever they right. need to. Right. But right now, I'd rather more matches like this. Build the prestige of these titles the way you built it with the IC and the US. And I'll I won't complain because right. this match is great. And we need more great matches. And tag team wrestling needs spotlight so that when certain tag teams like an FTR or a Good Brothers, if they want to go somewhere else, WWE can still look like a viable option yeah. because hey, tag team wrestling isn't in a dumpster anymore. That's that is true. That is true. Um so yeah, the, the the Usos get to stand tall. Um by the way, Sammy was out there trying to direct traffic. He was like, All right, Jay, back on him. Come on, back in the ring. Jay's like looking at him like he's just gonna I like at, at some point I would not be surprised if if the whole thing is just Jay murders Sammy Zayn and leaves him in a heat backstage and nobody nobody saw it happen and everyone accuses Jay of it. And he's like, What I why would I I wouldn't do that? Like Jay wants Sami Zayn dead. Like this, yeah. is, this is some good stuff. Um, but that is that is the end of SmackDown. Uh, though we have um, two super chats uh, uh, left uh, here, which is the thing we do on Tuesdays, which is the jukebox, where people ask me to to do songs in the style of uh, certain um, bad impressions that I do. Um, and so, because people paid money, I have to do it. But yeah, there's a lot of fun we have over on Tuesdays reviewing NXT. Um, uh, when, when we, yeah, so this is a thing that people have asked me. Luis Polito, who is our mod, paid money, uh, to request, um, uh, Axiom 
and Nathan Frazier, if you don't watch NXT, this will make zero sense to you. Um, uh, honestly, um, uh, but uh, Axiom is wearing a Sin Cara mask. It used to be a kid from uh, NXT UK, but now he's wearing a Sin Cara mask that covers his entire mouth. So when he speaks, it sounds like Kenny from South Park. And they should probably change that about his uh, his mask. Uh, and uh, Nathan Frazier is the most affable uh, Cockney British man. Um, at least he seems to be. So that is maybe too much explaining. But uh, Luis wants me to, to do... Um, uh, <clears throat> to do uh, a duet uh, for uh, Tom's Diner by Suzanne Vega. So here we go. <clears throat> I am sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee, and he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in. <laughs> And I, I enjoyed the axiom part of that, but uh, Frazier sounded a bit like he was in a Dickens play. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That, Maybe that's what you're going that's, for. That's kind of what he sounds like, actually, a little bit, a little bit. When when he, he they don't let him cut a lot of promos anymore. I'm not sure why that is. I wonder why. Yeah, uh, Orion Ben uh, says uh, once uh, William Regal doing a "Turn the Page" by Metallica. Well, I, that's Bob. Seger, also by Bob Seger, but Bob whatever. Seger first, but whatever. whatever. Like whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat. It's it's a it's a good song. Whoever sings it. Um, but here's here's William Regal doing it apparently. <clears throat> On a long and lonesome highway east of Omaha, you can listen to the engines moaning out its one old song. You can think about the woman or the girl you knew the night before, or maybe the man in the mask you knew the night before. I'm not really sure. But your thoughts will be wandering the way they always do when you're riding 16 hours. And there's nothing much to do. You don't feel much like riding. You just wish the trip was through. But here I am on the road again. There I am up on the stage. There I go playing the star again. There I go. Turn the page. War games, and that's it. That's all. We, that's all we get. Uh, munchy, munchy, munchy. I, I must say, yes, uh, delicious. You, you, um, man in the mask. You're looking like a slice of New York pizza. I'd like to fold you in half and take a nibble. Um, <sighs> anyway, that's all. That's all we got. Um, it's it, this is the thing people pay money to make me do. Um, by the way, if you'd like to pay me money to do things on my own YouTube channel, it's now fully monetized. So, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're we're streaming over there, uh, almost every day. Uh, we did a, a stream of the last hour of rampage. You can find on the channel, Alex sour graps as well. Um, as yeah, Bobby fish is an impact now. Yeah. You want to talk about that real quick? Sure. Cause that happened while, uh, Dakota Kai was losing in five Mm -hmm. seconds Mm -hmm. to Raquel. So Bobby fish shows up. And it's it's low hanging fruit. There's, the crowd is begging for him to reference CM Punk. He gets interrupted by Raj and Mahabali Shira. Raj calls him a punk. Uh, Bobby Fish beats the crap out of them. He openly mentions, "I don't even know who you are," and then beats the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. And he's an impact now because why not? I mean. I don't know. This is far from the Undisputed Era days, Alex. This is far from what I wanted from Undisputed Elite mm-hmm. in AEW. This is kind of sad for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here we are. 
it's 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 pretty sad. I'm not gonna lie. All I wanted was undisputed era in AEW or at least on the main roster, and now Bobby Fish is at Impact Wrestling. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Alex? Um, listen, I don't I don't know what Robert Fish does. Um, without without his boys in the UA, I don't know what that is. Um, for him, um. I like him just being the the angry old guy who likes to you know you know who he would be a great tag team partner with Silas Young just two angry old guys beating yeah. up young young tag teams that's kind of what I think his his thing would be but I I'm I'm not really sure um what he can do in impact at this point i'm um, sure he'll hang out in swingers dungeon and they'll make a bunch of jokes about how he's 85 years old and it's yeah. I hate it. I'm just going to be on record. I hate it. I just want Undisputed Era on my television screen. This sucks. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, indeed. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so come over, to, come over to, to my YouTube channel, uh, streaming um, my playthrough of The Last of Us Part 2, uh, liking to get scared and also sad. Um, but mm. people seem to enjoy those. And that's going to be continuing uh, this weekend. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Robert DeFelice, where can they find you? You can find me everywhere at Dude Felice. That's D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. I don't do these as much anymore, but I am on the news every day over at Fightful.com. So always support the great team over there. Jeremy, Colin, Sean, of course. And yeah, just follow me everywhere. Follow me on Twitch. I stream there sometimes. Want to do it more. But Thanks for hanging out with your C-team announcers, and uh, we'll do this again in six months, maybe. <laughs> whenever whenever, whenever we are called upon. Yeah, but everybody, thank you very much uh, for watching. Um, we'll, we'll hope everything uh, continues on, on upward trend uh, whenever it can. Um, but listen, when you, when you tease people with a QR code that says 923, and everyone's like, oh, that's SmackDown. And the, and the thing that you tease them to go and find is another QR code that says, hey, everybody, look at Raw. Um, at, at that point, I mean, maybe not everything, but certainly that sucks. Yeah. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.